That's right. <laughs> we made it, baby. Yes, yes. <sighs> it feel good when it come together, don't yes, it? Yes, that's right. In the place. <laughs> Everybody's still living. Yeah. Welcome Word. aboard, man. Oh, man. It's a pleasure. It's good to see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we just came from the Fly Hood breakfast, mm. you know, Golden Donut. That's right. What up? You know. Fly uh, 80s music. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, man. So Cesar Comanche. Yes, sir, Mr. Print. Appreciate you being here, sir. Hey, man, it's a pleasure to be here, man. It's, you're on the other side of things instead of watching it, part of it, you know? <laughs> Eventually, I knew I was going to get you on here. Yeah, man, you know, you, hey. you always traveling, so I'm like, you know what? He's going to end up being out here for mm. a period of time. And once we got our stuff together, i.e. Yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, I was going to get you on. Word. Yeah, man. So you're out on the road right now. Yep. Yeah, me and uh, Malls just uh, did a little run through the Midwest. So yeah, it's been uh, yeah, it's been real a learning out here. learning experience. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Y'all keep it overcast yeah, every day, it, all day. Even today, it's crazy. Yeah, man, I've been impressed with it. It's yeah. kept its theme. The theme has not changed since we came up here. It's been overcast. Everything, yeah. you could either wear shorts or a hoodie. Yeah. You're good, you know? Yeah. There was a period right where it got nice, but yeah, not since y'all been here. Mm, it, yeah. It's like the nice weather is straight up. Well, you know what? The day y'all got here and we was just chilling and the windows was wide open. Yeah. That was probably as good as it got. I dug it. Yeah, it <laughs> was mad relaxing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all left and then it got dreary. Kinda. Mm. But uh, man, it's been dope having y'all here, man. Um so your tour, uh, you're prom promoting a new record, right? Um, which is House of Trades. House of Trades. Yes, yeah. Sir. I listened to it the other day. I mean, like oh. copy. It's got an ill spacey vibe. To yeah, it. I really dig. Dig. Word. I'm glad you dig it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that spacey shit. Yeah, yeah. I figured <laughs> I'm like, shit you know what, blueprint? Yeah. This might be for you, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I fuck with that. So, so how many how many shows are you doing right now to promote the record? Um. Well. <laughs> We just did uh, four, like in the last week or so. So we got okay. more coming up, and then more is being booked. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it's like a every year is a continual process. Yeah. Um. And I'll go. You know, mostly been, you've been playing in places that I don't even play as well. Man, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the funny thing. Like, um, these places actually. Well, I've done Milwaukee before, but mm -hmm. I've never done Oshkosh or St. Cloud yeah. so those definitely were just like okay let's just feel this out yeah. see what happens you know you in the dirt yeah 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 <laughs> Slug, Slug used to call that being in the shit mm. when I was on tour with him he would like <laughs> <laughs> the shit is like everything in between like Detroit Chicago <laughs> the big markets right, right, and right. you would have these periods of three or four days where you're in these small markets mm -hmm. and you're just like what the fuck is going on here yeah and he'd be like just relax we're in the shit right now yeah. we'll be out of it in a couple days exactly <laughs> exactly don't you know you can't get caught up in the swamps of sadness like yeah you know you just make it, it it's gonna be something and a lot of times I, I like doing places like that too honestly because it it tests you uh, as far as your experience and how um, well of a performer you are. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times these people, you know, you have a mixture in some places of people who are familiar with your music and then some who are not. But then when you go to those places, a lot of time it's like these cats, it's like it's all brand new, yeah. you know, to them. So it's it's not people who already are on your side. You see yourself win the crowd over. Which is like, yo, this is not just, oh, I'm winning because I'm who I am or whatever. It's like, 
I did a good performance. And that's yeah. how the people get more. I mean, at first they're like, okay, okay. And then they get more and more into it. By the yeah. middle, they're like rocking with you. Yep. And in the end, they're hype. You know, you did a good job. You yeah. Know? That's always a test. Like, yeah. how many people were in front of the stage when you started? Mm. How many there when you ended? Yep. You know, because mm-hmm. if you if you if they were there when you started and it's empty when you end, uh, <laughs> <laughs> cleared out the place. Yep. You, you you suck that yeah, night. Exactly. But if they continue to move towards the stage, and that's a victory, man. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably end up selling merch and yeah. coming back. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, all three shows. Everybody, you know, the people who were in charge of the situations and the people yeah. who came to talk to us, they were pleased. Yeah, they were like, yeah, like you know, you need to come back. It's always like we were talking earlier. It's always like, yo, like, yeah, you need to come back during the the fall. Right, you know I'm during the fall, that's when it's really yeah. you know summer. Cast- it pops here. Right, yeah, this is exactly. a resort town. Right, it's a college town. <laughs> fall is when it jumps. Whenever you came, it's <laughs> yeah. the time you wasn't supposed to come. Right, right, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh you came next week nah you should came last week exactly last week is the yo, best week to come yo we got like you know matter of fact i'm telling you it'd be more people but no nah, i mean stevie wonder's playing right down the street uh, you know what i'm saying we got stevie wonder earth wind and fire <laughs> right. and you two tonight this town same- this town ain't big enough right, for all yeah. y'all <laughs> exactly you and stevie wonder it's, yeah. you know what people gonna choose right they exactly. make you feel bad about right. like one yeah. thing why out. did y'all book it now right you know stevie wonder was coming when you right. book me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your girl is at the show. Right, exactly. She's not watching like, yeah. Cesar Comanche and Blueprint Rap. It's like, no. Right. Go Stevie Wonder. Exactly. <laughs> so you've been booking uh, this tour, right? You booked all of these dates yourself? Yeah, I booked along with the help of like either somebody that's regional or somebody who's like local. So I'll communicate directly with either like, for example, like if you had connects in different parts of Ohio and maybe Indiana or whatever, like you could know you could book something. I would talk to you and then you would talk to those people, you know, or you would just guide me and yeah. introduce us. And then we'd talk and then we get it jumped off that way. Yeah. You know, I've worked with booking angels before, but it's never been like a relationship like where you uh, super and attorney and different people have had where it's like this is my booking agent yeah and they just you know we work together and that's how it is it'll be like maybe sections of a tour yeah or like oh when i go to europe or something this is who is the booking agent but it's never been a consistent thing it's always been you just make it work how you make it work type yeah. situation yeah and yeah, that's crazy what i was thinking about also is like those shows where they're like oh you should have come during the whatever time mm-hmm. the yeah. whenever you're here just come. that's how i met you at one of those shows that's right the very first time yep. i was playing in, in chapel, uh, hill. chapel hill and in the I, summer i might have been the cat who said that and it wasn't even necessarily yeah it probably was the time and the place i was yeah. like at the time i was like this is not where you should be no you told us like yeah, yeah when like, i met you you was like yeah i don't know bruh <laughs> I was you like, because yeah, I think they said Hyro was there the week before. It was me and Elogic. Probably. And Hyro, the, the Souls of Mischief 20 year mm-hmm. thing was like the week before. And it was like, oh yeah, they had Hyro Flop too. They only had like five people. And then wow. we came and we had like eight or nine. Yes, yeah, so y'all won. <laughs> I <laughs> exactly. guess. I guess. <laughs> Maybe we both lost. Right, right. I mean, but y'all, you know, y'all um, moved over to the Raleigh side yeah. after that. And then y'all kept building it up. And then right. I remember the joint me, you and Super did together yeah that was a really cool right i really enjoyed it that was a cool show yeah that was the tightest one man yeah mm-hmm. i remember me and i was like yeah 
this, this is this, I, clearly I knew you were like you know who you were. It was like oh this guy's like everyone loves him. Like I guess you can't tell. I mean you're like an elder statesman in your in yeah your yeah I'm an elder statesman. Um, it is we because see I'm not from Raleigh, so yeah. I I moved there when I went to college. Okay, so like that whole history of me growing up there, things like that. Yeah, you know I I didn't have that, and then me when JL my crew Justice League. Uh, we kind of at first, so this is the late end of the nineties. Mm -hmm. We at first were completely ignored because we were those, Oh, y'all are those trying to save old style of rap cats. I know that feeling. And yeah. then once people started like getting into us, then some people resented us. So it was like straight from being ignored to be like, ah, fuck those dudes. You know what I'm saying? And it was just a weird thing, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so it's like, I just kind of do my thing. I support when I can, you yeah. know? I mean, so is, I mean, looking back and you have to let me know, is like the whole Justice League, Little Brother, Ninth Wonder thing, is that kind of like, as far as in our lane, that's the biggest thing to come out of that region. Mm. I mean, if yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as like our thing, I mean, right, obviously right, right. you got like the the bigger artists like the um, uh, J. Coles and the, right, right, uh, you know right, what I'm saying, right. like uh, yeah. Rhapsodies who are right. on majors now. Mm -hmm. But at that time, that was the biggest thing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, y'all got a lot of hate then. Yeah. So because JL, <clears throat> I didn't realize this, but I know somebody, a friend of mine keeps telling me like as far as like the Southeast. uh when we came out, they were like, y'all kind of saved boom bap mm. for this whole region. And I never, these are not my words. That's I'm true. Just saying, now, that, now that you mention yeah. it, it's true. Cause it was never associated with that the, region. The Southeast. Yeah. And there was yeah. people doing it. You yeah. know, it wasn't like we started or anything. It was just, yeah. we were the ones that, you know, through just a lot of hard work and, uh, just we just want to make dope jams and this is just the type of music we like so that's what we made you know um it just started getting noticed and then the first like big name cat that ever paid attention to us was like quest love yeah and then he started championing uh i know lb really hard yeah and then more and more different like legends started like taking notice to even the crew different members things like that and we you know <sighs> It was like, you know, we didn't have much guidance. Yeah. So kind of maybe they would drop a jewel here or there on us. But we were kind of just flying blind through that whole time. We were young, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was something. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's weird. And I mean, there is no North Carolina sound. But yeah. people associate North Carolina sound with like stuff my crew. Yes. You know, made. totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, what always impressed me about North Carolina was that it was always some spitters there. Mm, mm -hmm. Always. I remember being on tour, maybe my first or second time in Charlotte. First time in Charlotte was with Atmosphere in 2002. Came back in 03, me and Elogic. Mm. We met Superstition, Dig. you know, yep. um, in Charlotte. And that kind of put us on to some things. We came back in 04, me and Idea came back. And this was right after he won the Blaze Battle. So people were still kind of looking at him for that that battle element. Right, right, right. So our Charlotte show ended up being at like this thing that like doubled as an open mic. Mm -hmm. And I remember he and I just listening to these dudes from North Carolina spit just being like, God damn, there's some <laughs> shit in this state. Like yeah. These motherfuckers got some shit. Mm -hmm. And um, everything I've seen from them, I always thought that would be what 
was the first thing to come just like dudes who could just, just crazy spit right, right, but right. it ended up being this whole thing like you're saying with the whole sound right where, where i think ninth wonder brung that whole thing together because mm-hmm. not only could dudes spit like they could record now yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. you had a sound with the soulful samples and the chopping mm-hmm. that just kind of brung the whole thing so i wasn't expecting that which yeah. is dope though yeah you know so how's that feel? You like a legend now, on it? <laughs> what you gonna do? Oh man, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. The thing is, uh, it just it works to my benefit, you know. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but you know, it works to my benefit. Works to your benefit. Anybody's benefit that when they reach like our age, yeah, that you accomplished a lot in your twenties, man. Because I was just thinking, like, if I'm, like, my age right now and I'm just trying to be, like, okay, I'm about to come out now. Yeah. I couldn't imagine how hard that would be, you know, because it's, like, you know, trying to get somebody to listen to the new 40-something-year-old rap cat, like, it's, Mm -mm. mm, yeah, it's just, Mm -mm. you know, it's, it's. You know, you, you got to keep making, you know, dope product and uh, dope albums and keeping your universe, you know, fluid and stuff like that. But it's like you still that stuff that you accomplished when you were like really young and new to the game and building. It helps and it helps, you know, carry weight. And then that's when you're like an OG instead of yeah. like, who the fuck is this old dude? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Trying to come in here like. Yeah, get off the mic, old yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to hear that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yo, like, hell yeah. Nah, like, I, whew, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Which which is, uh, that's a dope segue in kind of what we're talking about today, mm. which is like something I've seen you do, which is, uh, you know, the whole building bridges thing that right. I think you're, you know, or have pioneered down there. Mm. And so for those who don't know, and, and I mean, I guess if you're not from that region, you might not know, but for years now, I don't, and we'll get into it. You've right. had this thing called the building bridges tour. You've kind of started out there mm-hmm. where you're reaching out to different artists in different cities within mm-hmm. your state and region and you're having them work together with each other mm-hmm. to kind of facilitate touring within that region yeah and uh that's something that i haven't seen anybody else do mm. like but i know that people talk about that all the time right i see younger artists talk about oh let's trade shows but i feel like you're taking it a step further with your right. with your concept and uh it's 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 dope but it's had some benefits for you mm-hmm. and so um yeah. that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about like building bridges Word. cesar comanche Word the up. justice league and uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back we got you stuck off the realness the most infamous you heard of us official podcast murderers the show comes equipped with few points to share grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow so go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode you're not alone in this world cousin so we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to they spread gossip but they never come close to i can hear it inside their tone they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jobbing, and no bullshit. Super Duty Tough Work Podcast. 
Uh, with Cesar Comanche, talking about building bridges today. Uh, mm. I guess the first question is, where did you get the concept from for building bridges? The concept, okay, so I would say when going back to the being in my 20s, I used to tour a lot, and it was half the time it would just be by myself. And, uh, you know, I toured very little with JL. Like, at first, I was the one actually setting up the majority of the Justice League shows, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then when Cat started, you know, building their own brands and things like that, LB started touring. And then um, <clears throat> different Cats and JL or like uh, Doe's Company Hall of Justice would tour with LB. But see, I never wanted that. Mm. Like nothing against them, but I was like, I can't be in a situation where let's just say, what if LB decides that they don't want to make music anymore? Which happened, right? Right. And that's how I was thinking from day one. Like, mm. I don't want anything about me dependent on somebody else having to do something for me to exist. So that was my thing. So that's why you know i built my own studio missy ann because uh, i wanted to always be able to record somewhere uh and then i started like you know networking myself and learning how to book shows so i was doing that and then i was just thinking like when i would be in these different places um uh, or different countries or whatever i'll be like yo it's like people that simply just don't know this person i'm talking to and like mm. maybe this cat that's in my local scene like they could do this like they're good enough to do this but they just don't know this person so i was like you know what i just want all these people to know each other mm. that's that's really how um building bridges that concept came to my mind because i was like it's simply people just don't know who to ask or who to talk to per se so i was like okay so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a local cat that is ready yeah. to be out on the road with me and i want them like like you look check it out you need to build with this person you don't i don't i'm not the type of person because that's what i also learned in the music i'm sure you have too in music business that it's all about being the middleman yes and that's how you get a piece of everybody's money and see that's what i big thing i detest about the music business mm -hmm. so my whole thing is like i want people to work directly with who they want to work with and i mean people's even come to me with different situations like yo like you know since you set it up do you want to like and i'm like nah i don't want anything to do with that i want y'all to talk yeah y'all build your own relationship and then you can do business together. Like I want to only really make a living off of what I do. I don't want to take money from other yeah. people. Eat what you kill. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's everybody's choice of how they want to do it. That's just how I am, you know? So building bridges was all those years. Cause I used to tour with superstition heavy and, um, a cat out of Canada named ghetto socks heavy Yeah, back in the day. So, I was like, you know what? I just want to start introducing people to people. And uh, cats, when I was first bringing the idea to some people out in the world, they were like, man, I don't know. You might not want to just be letting everybody know how to. And I was like, mm. why? Because I felt like nothing bad is going to happen because one, you know how music biz is. Everybody talks. If somebody's out here, you know, shamming and whatnot, mm -hmm. the word's going to get out and they're not going to get stuff anyway. So it's like it's up to that act 
to flourish from this situation or shut themselves down. It's up to them, you know? So that's the thing. And that's pretty much the idea. I want people to know one another. So if you have the, um, the hunger to get out of your local scene, Mm -hmm. you can do it, but you got to do it. I'm not going to do it for you. Right. So, so instead of saying, I'm going to book you a show. Right. You're basically saying I'm going to be the conduit between you and the people in this other neighborhood or community that you don't know mm-hmm. and ensure that this connection happens. Right. That that ends up being your thing and not mine. Right. That's very selfless. Yeah. I just am like, do it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want. Because because it's like to me, that's a no excuses situation, you True. know? You eat, use it, utilize it. It's people that benefit off building bridges. I peep them out, like from kind of, I would say, some NC cats. I've seen them doing shows with people that I've built relationships with, and like they didn't even ask me. They're like just seeing where I perform, yeah, and then going like, okay, let me holler at this person, and whatnot, and yeah. and that's completely fine. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's just. I want the people to have control of their own destinies and not feel like I have to be part of some machine or some uh, established way of doing things. It's like get direct as possible with the source as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I love the part you're talking about, like not having excuses Mm -hmm. because you know how it is. Artists love to blame haters for not getting booked for their lack of success. But like you're saying, in this era, it's so much easier to find those people than it was when we started. Oh God, yeah. Like finding a promoter, finding a contact in a town was damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. We started at the beginning of the internet when yep. this wasn't public. Mm-hmm. People didn't make their contact public like that. And you're kind of teaching them indirectly to be more responsible, take more ownership. Right. Now, is that something that you were uh did in your personal life before? Have you always been like that? Like a conduit kind of a person? Um I guess kind of sort of in a way uh now that you bring that up um i've always just wanted to see people do well you know um and i didn't necessarily it was like i don't want to be benefiting off somebody else doing well. i just want you to do well you yeah. know if we work together then fine we work together but um yeah in my life i feel like i've always been that i i learned that talking to some of my like high school counterparts and stuff like that i learned that i was a quiet person and i didn't know that Mm. i myself like friends i was like you know say what up to like on facebook or whatever they were like oh snap how you doing stuff and i'm like good and then it's like yo you know you didn't really talk to me much and i was like (laughs) really I had no idea that like cats just just thought like I just was not interested in talking to them. I learned that about, yeah, I didn't know that. But the thing is I wasn't shy. Yeah. I just was somebody who I guess I just listened a lot and I was just genuinely interested in whatever. So I was just chilling. I didn't need to be the center or anything. Cause like when I, I don't know how you are, but I'm somebody when I'm performing, doing a show then like you're the center of attention for that moment Mm -hmm. i'm fine with that but when i'm not doing that right i don't want to be the center of attention i i'm totally same way yeah i just want to just be part of the situation i hate when i go somewhere i don't this is probably happening to you is like you'll be like at a family reunion or something it's like yeah like you know squirrel son does music hey 
why don't you come over here with this radio and just play us some songs and stuff? I'm like, oh my God. I just uh, want to just be part of it. Yo, like, why do I got to work? This happened to me at my dentist a couple yeah. weeks back. <laughs> I was getting my braces tuned up and they had some new girl working there. Mm-hmm. And my main guy, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. When are you going out of town again? And uh, the girl, the new girl was like, what are you doing going out of town? What do you do for a living? Right. She's so loud. Yeah. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, I was a musician. And she just started trying to put me on. I'm like, really? What do you do? Do you sing? Do you rap? And I'm right. sitting there and my mouth is pried open right. with people pulling wires and adjusting this <laughs> shit. I'm just like, bitch, would you please? I I, I don't want to talk about this right, right now. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, it's fucked up. <laughs> and so I was just like trying to ignore her. It was impossible. Yeah. But yeah, I'm the same way, dude. I don't want to. When you're off the clock, you're off the clock. Yeah. It's cool. Like, we all have normal lives. You've seen it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, son, you rap? Rap something for me real right. quick. Right. Like, let, let me hear you. Like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's trying like, to put you on the spot like you don't do it on command. Right. Exactly. Because it's like, oh, oh, words, spit something. Like, absolutely I'm just not. here. Yeah. Can I just be a human being? You know what I'm saying? Like, nope. No, you get no love. <laughs> like, nah, fam, you about to perform for me now. Like, <laughs> that's what you exist for, my entertainment. Yeah, yeah man. That's nah, great, man. I, I just, you know, I'm just somebody who likes to just chill and just be part of the situation like everybody else. If I'm not yeah. working, yeah, then I'm not working. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not, I'm just here, yeah. you know, so. so. So what have you seen, I guess, if you look at building bridges from the beginning mm-hmm. to now, mm-hmm. like uh, what are the biggest differences you've seen? I feel like the amount of people plugged in, you know, there's some people plugged in that I know that we're always like, you know, uh, con- you know, meeting up different cities and stuff and like, Oh, we're just doing the show in the same situation. It's like, what's going yeah. on? It's like a reunion stabbing sometime. And then the people who I don't know, I've never talked to, but they're, uh, indirectly uh, using it, uh, just connecting, you know, because right now I would say all the way from not all the way to the West Coast yet, but I know, well, no, I would say that. Like, I would say building bridges is involved in stuff directly or indirectly from, you know, I would say from coast to coast now. Yeah. But at the beginning, it was like probably we did as far as anything as they were building bridges it was just me and whoever was with me mm-hmm. and like maybe we did like four or five shows or something like that in yeah. different places just trying to first get it jumped off but yeah i mean it's just the growth of it um people who are just happy with it and these are people who already it wasn't like these people weren't touring before yeah it just added something mm. so they were already doing it and that's how I am. Like I watch people and I only really want people who are hungry involved in something because I'm not a, I'm holding, doing it for you. I'm just not that cat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we both bring something to the table and mutually benefit off our efforts and things like that. Because really in my area, I only, and it's only like three people mm. that I ever will bring on the road with me. Yeah. Like, at this point that I've met, you know, but, but it's not like I won't tell whoever, like, this is who you need to talk to to do a, B and C and D. It's just, I just need to see you already doing stuff. Yeah. Cause, cause if you, the people who just want to hand out, you're just creating problems for yourself. Yeah. If you bring them 
to situations with you it's gonna end up disastrous anyway yeah what what i've what i peeped about it is almost like what you're doing is like the name is at because you're like building an actual bridge like mm. you build the bridge you don't care who crosses the bridge no. right it's there yeah. and anyone in the future can use it mm -hmm. it's fine what most people do is they they charge a toll dig yeah you know they should you know you like you built the bridge but you didn't build a toll booth right you know what i mean and uh i think how many cities has it hit just in north carolina like, i would say uh, in, in nc you guys, you guys do south carolina too right i guess the neighboring states so. well see here's the thing like it's not really uh a like centered anywhere like yeah, yeah. i live in raleigh yeah. you know what i'm saying but building bridges itself it's like the main people who use it is like some heads in nc mm -hmm. some heads in sc then you got some um new england cats uh midwest cats and then cats down in the gulf states and stuff like that those are the main places so it's kind of just yeah all over it's not really a centralized thing you know because okay. i don't even need to be involved yeah for it to be a building bridges thing it, that's i don't need to be involved at all yeah because now they just know what it is and they just naturally do yeah it. they can use the, the the stamp or whatever they yeah do it you know what i'm saying yeah that's awesome man yeah and most people wouldn't do something like that right they'd be trying to charge a toll oh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i just didn't want to do that like i was just like yeah it's just not something that i want to be part of as far as having people under my thumb in any kind of way i just yeah just don't want it yeah that's mm. real yeah so so let's get into like the lessons you've learned word okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so from doing the building bridges tour and and i'm sure that like you're saying there are artists who appreciate it and are ready mm -hmm. and then you have some who think they're ready but are not mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. cause the problems yeah like what have been some of the i mean i guess that would apply to promoters as well mm. who think they're ready but are not yeah you know cities who may think they're ready but are not right like what have been some of the biggest lessons you've learned from putting it together um from putting it together, I've learned that you can't make anybody want it. You can't, you know, you can, it was uh, one conversation, I will say the name, where somebody was asking me advice on like, oh, how do I, first it starts off as like, yo, every time somebody sees you like, yo, I need to go on the road with you, yo, like that's what they start oh, saying. So and then you start hearing it over <laughs> and over again and you just be like, word up, you yeah. try to keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, one day, man, yeah, yeah you I know. got you. <laughs> yeah, we gonna make it happen. Yeah, and then, um, <laughs> then we're, uh, you know, having a, a private conversation and this in particular individual was like, yeah, you know, ask me the same questions, like, so this is what you do. But it's funny how I'm telling you exactly this is a way to do it. A, B, C, D, E. I'm telling you exactly giving it to you. And still you can see once they start hearing, like, I have to work to make this happen. The glaze goes over their eyes. <laughs> the look of horror. Yeah. And then it starts going in one ear out the other. And then the cat just was like, look, man, look, check it out. Like, if you're not going to, if you don't want to help me. <laughs> Right, don't even worry about it you know what i'm saying i'm just like okay i'm telling you exactly what to do help meaning do everything for exactly. me exactly you know if you're you not know. gonna do all the heavy lifting why are you talking about right me? you know and it's it's bugged out so it's like 
no matter what and, and it's not about and another thing i learned is not necessarily anything to do with oh this is the best act or the best rapper or the best mm. whatever it's who's got the maturity like their their stuff needs to be good enough you know good for what it is of course because they just ain't got no business you know being out in front of strangers yet yeah but people who understand like yo i gotta work for this and who want to be assets and not liabilities yeah those people are the people that you want to choose it's like that number one draft pick might not be the best fit for your team say it again for the people in the back the number (laughs) one draft pick A lot of times is a bust yes. for a team. Yeah. You need to look. You need to like look at the small colleges, the HBCUs. You need yeah. look at all these different places because they got ballers yes. out there. Yeah. That's just like, yo, these cats are hungry. Yeah. And they want to put in that work to make the whole team better. Yeah. And those are the cats that are invaluable. That's how you win championships and things like that. Yeah. So that's how I kind I look. I watch already what somebody is doing by themselves. Yeah. Before nobody that I take on a road with me, all of them cats book shows themselves. All of them. Don't. Like, that's the minimum. You gotta book shows yourself mm-hmm. and you gotta have merch. If you ain't got no merch, you talking about like, yo, take out my sam nah fam, that ain't enough. <laughs> yeah. You gonna you <laughs> Man, nobody at us. You do a live show. You tell somebody to check out your. You could buy it off. What? Nah, it's uh, not happening. That no, sale didn't happen. No. Fan. And like, I can't be in the middle of a tour and then you get the daggone sad eyes and like, yo, I ran out of money, fam. Uh, Sorry, you got me on this hotel room tonight. You got me on this meal. Uh, you got me on this gas. And like, that really happens. It does. It really happen. happens. You go out there, and you. It's presented to you like. You know, it's going to be free. It will be of no cost to you. Mm-hmm. But it ended up costing you. You have to take care of another grown man. Yep. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's discouraging for everybody. They got on a brand new pair of Fly Jordans. Oh, you know they got they the Jays. They just bought it. They bought it last week. It'd be the flyest dudes. Yep. It'd be the brokest on the road. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's just certain little things that it's like, it's got to be in place. And you can't have when... <laughs> And you can't have just the like CDR with the little like plastic slim, slim thing with the little yeah, insert over there that you did one by one at the crib. It's no. like you don't care enough about your product. Right. You know, because when I made my first album, I the very first album I made, it was whatever the industry standard presentation was. And yeah. it's like if I had to go and I did go missing meals and doing all these different things to come to stack up the money to be able to mass produce that. Yeah. That's what I did, you know, and that shows that somebody wants it. Yep. You know, and people were buying that first album, not because I had any fans. It was my first album. It They were, I was just going up to strangers. Yeah. Selling, going to barbershops, malls, whatever, always with a book bag. And people were buying it just because they were like, yo, this dude is serious. Yeah. That was that was really how I sold my first yeah. album. Just because people were professionalism. Yeah. Man. That's deep. Yeah. And and I feel like if I don't see that kind of hunger, then 
yeah. I can't I can't even mess with you like that. Because, yeah, you know that if they're not serious about that part, how can they be serious about the other parts? Exactly. Exactly. And you know how it is. You're in a car with somebody. You basically live with them for however long you're out there. And if dudes ain't got if they got too much pride to sell a CD mm. a shirt. Yep. You know, what I mean, it's it's going to go downhill from there. Mm hmm crazy yep exactly i learned and you know just though and people don't and it's crazy like cats don't think those things are important mm. those little things are like okay since i'm just doing local shows i'm not gonna put that much effort into it right because it's just local show it's just 20 people here you know yeah. i'm just kind of go through the motions it's cool you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like nah bump all that because it's like anybody who's there or anything it's like you you play that just like you're playing madison square garden you put that yep. much care into it you know and and they just think like oh well i'm gonna just chill now but then when i get to the to the big leagues that's when i'm gonna go hard and right. it's like nah i don't no. don't work that way no 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 the same same work i think you got now it ain't gonna change no it's kind of <laughs> like the people who say i'll wait till i get rich to start saving money Mm-hmm. You know, right, I, I right. learn how to manage money when I get a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're never going to get a lot of money unless you learn how to manage money. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. No. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, yeah. it's, you know, it's just you, you just got to be wise enough to understand. And I mean, there's cats that's been part of, you know, that are part of building bridges that they they tried to save some of these cats. And every time they tell me about how that tour went. It's yeah. it's like yo, like I can't. I'm never going on tour with that cat again. Mm. Every time, like they end up losing money. Yeah, uh, you name it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they've got to now over. You know, they've got to like make up for this cat not doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah, you know, not having their um, due diligence done before. Have your finances done before this situation? But yeah, yeah, man, like mm-mm. crazy. So, so what about like, uh, yourself, like has, has doing this taught you anything about like yourself, what you were capable of or or where you were at at your career? Um, doing this taught me biggest thing about myself is that I learned that, yo, like touring in my twenties definitely feels different in my forties. Realness. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, if I would have just applied some of these things <laughs> that I'm doing now <laughs> to like when I was in my 20s, because my mind, I mean, I took it serious. I was not slacking. I was business, but still I wasn't business minded to the way I am now. You know, yeah. I'm, I, my focus it was just too much going on. I was like, yo, like this is crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he was living. He yeah, was living it up. Yeah. yeah everybody you know, did it I, I had my merch out and displayed and whatnot. Yeah. But I wasn't on it hard. Like I was selling it, but I wasn't like on some like in my mind before it shows like, yo, you got to sell this merch. It's like that wasn't my focus. Yeah. I'm over here trying to be the social butterfly, like, yo, what's going on in your city? Like, yeah. yo, you know, and um now it's like, and I watched you do this too, and I was like, yeah. yo, like, that's how it is. Like, you set up your merch and you are there at the merch table the whole time. Like, we are not leaving this piece until it's all said and done. Like, if you want to come talk to me. 
you right. about to be around this merch. <laughs> like exactly. You're not gonna ignore this merch, right? Right, right. You gotta go reach over it to shake right. my hand. Like, exactly. Oh, sorry, merch. Hey, how you doing, mm-hmm. Blue Friend? Yeah. Yep. Now <laughs> instead of showing up, I mean I still showed up when we were supposed to showed up, but now how like you, you know, at this age it's like you wanna be there before everybody. You wanna be talking to the sound, uh yes. the front of house person. You wanna be setting up, making sure you're doing sound check, all that type of stuff and just be there and just be posted like mm-hmm. you want to have it ready you don't want nobody walking in while you're setting up you want yeah. any um patron to see everything already in its final form ready to rock yeah um all those little different tiny minuscule details about professionalism that's like the biggest thing and like you know i feel like catch that role with me you know, either, you know, they knew it on their own level or whatnot, but I feel like I see cats adopting these practices when they do stuff. Yeah. And it feels good because I'm like, yo, like, word. Like, yeah, they, <laughs> they, they understand what's going on. Like, you know, and that's the biggest thing. It's just that always thinking of like the small things matter is the biggest, uh, you know, difference between my 20s and my 40s, you know. Dope, dope. So, uh, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Word. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book back in stock. Word is blog back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career, is back in stock. All back in stock. And you can get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show! Super duty. Yes. Tough work. The most infamous. Uh, I finally got to say that. Uh, yeah. The most infamous <laughs> podcast on planet Earth. Yes. Earth. Yeah, now Cesar Comanche. You know, my man's in them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We also got Malls in the house. He's off camera. What up, Malls? Yeah. What's going on, Malls? What up, G? I'll yeah. get some B-roll of you and punch it in right yeah. there. <laughs> so you can see him. Just like a cardboard cutout of his head, like yeah. just floating right here. So just floated across the screen. Yeah, exactly. But only his head, though. Like, yeah. not his body. Just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you've seen a lot of things out there. Mm. And so we want to take a second and talk about, like, some of the biggest uh, mistakes you're seeing artists make. Because... Mm. I, I see them all the time. Yeah. We talk about them off air sometimes, but mm-hmm. now that you've done so much regionally, like you're saying, you're, you're more mature now. Like mm-hmm. what are the mistakes you're seeing artists make when it comes to performing, booking, et cetera? All right. So we'll start with, uh, the artist performing. Um, the biggest mistake, and you know, we kind of touched on this earlier is <clears throat> playing to the situation as far as they're thinking that since there's not a lot of people here, I'm just going to phone it in. And I'm not even talking about just um, local artists. I've seen names do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen names like lose big and not get booked anymore. Thinking that like, Mm. you should just be honored. I'm here. So therefore they just like straight up, 
just phone it in and yeah. they just want to just like yo you know my jam like over with. yeah and yeah. it's just like it's sad to see like mm. really sad to see and i was like yo like you've got to i feel like before i go on stage like i kind of not meditate but it's kind of meditate you know and it's right when the intro is playing from and i'm thinking to myself really quick of the journey that I had to go through just to get to that point Yeah. from beginning of trying to take show business seriously till now. And then I think about, you know, all of the struggles and everything. And then I think about, you know what? There is no guarantee that I will ever do another show. This could be the last show I do in my entire life. Mm. You just don't know. So that's the thing. It's like, I want if this is the last show I'm going to do, it needs to be the best I can do, yeah. no matter how many people are there. So it's like there is no phoning and there is no taking it for granted because people don't have to like your music. That's a fact. Period. Yeah. No matter how good you are, doesn't mean people are going to like it. Yeah. You know, so it's just understanding not to take it for granted because so many people do. And then I see people not artists not have their like set together Ugh. so they show up on the scene freestyle oh my god they're just <laughs> just doing whatever and then you know and they'll be with the dj and right before they go on they're like arranging they're set they're set like okay i want to do this one first yeah okay let me see scroll through go to the different folder okay get this song from this folder, put it over here. And I'm just like, yeah. are you serious? Like, how come you didn't do that? Like, you knew weeks and weeks, maybe months and months ago you were doing this show. Right. And then it's like, you just, for some reason, now you got to get it together. Yeah. That's a whole thing being not prepared. Another thing is uh, artists showing up late. Ugh. That's my pet peeve. Yeah. Like dudes will show up, be like, yeah, I'm waiting on my mama. I'm waiting on my sister. Waiting on my girlfriend. Waiting on the homies. Yeah. Can I just wait? Can we just wait a couple more people? Late crowd going to come in. Yeah, exactly. And I'm <laughs> like, excuses. for what? Like, man, no. <laughs> just rock when you're supposed to rock because if you keep climbing whatever that ladder is, you're going to be the cats performing at the prime time. Yes. But we don't. I, and that'll be a promoter thing but so <laughs> the artist you know stop coming late be there when you're supposed to be um stop rapping over your vocals too that's, <laughs> that's a whole other that's thing. a epidemic that shit is a whole genre now yeah it's over like, your vocal rap it's like it's just and, and and i don't understand why people it never it doesn't want it's just to me insulting to the audience it's like you didn't even care yeah. enough to know the jam and I'm yeah. not gonna sit here like, like I have nine albums. You like you think I know all my songs? <laughs> no. Right. But if I don't know the jam, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Plain and simple. Exactly. <laughs> we just exactly. won't do that jam. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Know your jams. Kick kick your jams yourself. Let us hear it live. Not hear you accompanying the song. Yeah. I hate that. And it. I asked the cat once about that. I was like, well, why are you rhyming all these vocals? He's like, well, you know, 
the sound system always sound bad. We just want to make sure we sound good. And I was just like, nah, fam. I don't think that. But then, like you're saying, they get up there and they ad lib to their own vocals. Right. And they don't really perform their own song. Right. Like, it can't be the sound thing. No, it's, it's a crutch. That. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a crutch. It's you're, you're insecure and you're lazy mixed together. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I'm going to have this song playing because essentially that means you're the same thing as somebody just listening to music in their car. Mm. You're the same thing. You're no different. And people shouldn't be subjected to having to come pay admission, take time of their lives to watch somebody pretty much do the same thing as somebody sitting in their car listening to their favorite song. Like that's ridiculous. It's insulting. Very much. You know, to the people. So that's, that's, you know, that type of thing. And then, also artists making a comment about how there are not that many people there that is annoying <laughs> as hell to me like yo yeah we all yeah. know how many people are at this plot right you don't need to be like well you know since it's only yeah nine of y'all yeah, you know what i'm saying all nine of y'all is <sighs> here and stuff it ain't that many kids you know but i not exactly <laughs> It's like, come I on. I was going to do three more songs, but mm-hmm. this is only nine of y'all. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then another thing I don't like is like that the artists do not necessarily. The, uh, it's a mistake. It's like before every song, it's like, you know, you know, this next jam was produced by my cousin DD yeah. and then all them from down from fifth street. You know what I'm saying? Saying what up? This is our anthem on the whatever. Like, and I was going through such a, such, yeah, like, yeah, we call that monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you monologuing? You know what I'm saying? Like, Every song. Lex Luthor shit. Like, yeah, yeah, Batman, while I got you tied up, let me tell you about my evil plan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when the villain reveals all of his yeah, evil plots. Exactly. And then while he's talking shit, Batman escapes and yeah, standing exactly. behind him. Like, oh, foiled again. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what is you doing right now? Do you realize that these cats, one, like, don't care. No. Just, Two, is the song dope or not? That's all they care yeah, about. Yeah, if it's good, then they'll ask you what was right. is, what's inspired it. Exactly. And it's you like, know? what is you doing right now? And it's like every time. And it's like, oh, my <laughs> God. We got to hear. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where cats learn that. But it just, I've, yeah. I've never watched, like, for example, like, I I learned to perform by watching people like Tina Turner. And yeah. Jay, I mean, not in person, but footage, obviously. Right. Tina Turner, James Brown, and I don't care, like, The Doors, Rolling Stone, whoever yeah. is great at doing whatever they do. I watched them, and, like, they didn't do that. Yeah. I think artists are, are confusing, like, a routine with just a random monologue. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at one of those big acts, sometimes they will talk, but it's only to set up the next song in a surprising way. Exactly. To where they didn't know it was coming. And, and right. you're like, oh shit, he was talking about this and he just, boom, the exactly. song dropped. You're like, oh, right. I didn't see that coming. Yep. But that might be 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Yeah. It's not less like a bunch of, you know, pointless bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's you know all these things i mean we can go on that topic forever but yeah then okay so let's say uh promoters the promotional side yeah where okay. are the promoters getting it wrong we could probably do a whole episode about this but I'm, I'm gonna have you just <laughs> yo like <laughs> promoters and you know is we i mean this reference is making back to some of your past uh podcast but yeah. episodes but uh promoters don't understand 
the one the ones that don't understand like the headlining spots is the first thing they got to understand that the headlining spots in this day and age in 2019 especially and you're and we're not freaking uh drake or yeah. kendrick lamar nobody like that the if that's the best time of the night that's not last right that's right. not last because see what sometimes in, it's last but it doesn't it's not the yeah, same right exactly. it's not synonymous exactly sometimes, sometimes it it's 10 30 yeah <laughs> sometimes it's in the middle because what <laughs> happens is um what a lot of these local scenes like the acts they don't network and they don't stay at the joint so these acts will and i mean we're dipping back in acts now but anyway the acts will come rock their set and then they bounce as soon as their set is over like they don't yeah. even want to see the rest of the show like they take and then a lot of times they take their people and bounce yeah so it's like so now when that becomes the norm in a lot of situations and you put the people you actually paid to be there on very last they're just performing for you and the bartender yeah. and like maybe one other act or something. And it's like, those are the cats you paid mm. and nobody saw them. And so understanding that about your scene is like, you need to be like, yo, the best time for y'all to go on is from this time to this time, because that's when people are going to yeah. be there, you know? And that's, that's how you do it in that sense. And then another thing is can, Controlling the schedule. So you're the promoter. A lot of times the promoter and the host are the same person a lot of times. Yep. So you have your time fleshed out. And it's like, so you got the very first act going on, let's just say uh, 930. So it gets to 930. And it's like, for some reason, the amount of people isn't what you think it should be. Yeah. So then they'll be like, oh, okay, so, you know, we'll just chill and push it back, push it back. Yeah. So now at this point, when promoters are doing that, they're training people to come late. Yep. If they come at all. And then a lot of times they're training them to also be like, yo, like I got to work tomorrow in the morning. So, you know, it's going to be late because it's a rap show. It's not going to start on time. So do I really want to feel this pain of getting a little bit of sleep? Right. For this show. Yes. And they just like, yo, nah, I catch the next one. So then, then they'll just go, you know, go to bed and won't even come to the joint. Yeah. So you got that. And then, you know, so then you've got just a whole domino effect happening of why people don't want to come to your shows. And then, What'll happen is sometimes I've seen, cause they'll put the headlining act at the end. I've seen, and I've had to do it in the past, had to cut down my set yeah. to like, uh, just a quick summary of my yeah. set when it was cause we catered for that yeah. first person. So you're the only one who gets punished. Right. Because they didn't manage the show. Exactly. Yeah. That's just not fair. And it's not, it's not. And you punishing the people who are there. And then by the time you go on, cats that's been there been waiting so long there it's like listening to all that loud music yeah makes your ears tired yeah for hours and hours and it's like yo i can't even you know cats can't even take it no more so they just bounce yeah so it's like you just keep creating these things and another thing because when i host shows and that's mainly mainly what i'll do like in in my area i don't really perform there that much anymore but i'll host shows but 
let's say your uh, set is from 930 to 10 o'clock. I'm like, your set ends at 10 o'clock. You ain't got to go on at 930. Right. You can go on 955 if you want to. Play rock for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But your set ends at 10 o'clock. Right. That's it. (laughs) And it is what it is. Yeah. You know, because I don't play it. Like, it's just, that's to me, that's how you got to be. Like, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, then you may not, you're probably not going to rock. And it's just going to be whatever. Like, your people just going to have to just suck it up. I'm the same way, bro. I don't play with that shit. Yeah. Because it'll ruin the whole show. One, one, I, I, I did the math once and I was like, wait a minute. If every act starts five minutes late mm-hmm. plays five minutes longer than they're supposed to Ooh. that's 10 minutes added yeah. to every set yes five six openers 10 you got 10 minutes in between the acts mm-hmm. right so now you, got, you yeah. just added almost two hours oh man to, to the time you went on and i never even put it together yeah that's real though that's it that's only just just if we wait five minutes mm-hmm. and we play five minutes more that's all it takes to throw your show off an hour wow <laughs> yep so instead of you going on at 11 you on at midnight mm-hmm. on a monday or tuesday yep you know and god forbid if they actually like we're saying you have breakdown time so people have to get set up in between so you're gonna have at least 10 minutes there mm-hmm. you've added 45 50 minutes to each act and now you've added another 50 minutes in between right so now yeah you're going on at one this is why acts going at one in the morning yeah exactly of, of that little five minutes right that everybody took and then that's all they're looking at is that one five minutes yeah they're not doing it exponentially they're right. just looking at oh it's just five minutes. yeah because like, your no. five costs him five yep and he's adding five so your 10 back he's adding his 10 mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cumulative that's very true that's very true <laughs> um and even going back to uh the rapping over the vocals part like i've even seen promoters say no rapping over their vocals like in the little you know group message that they give yeah. all the acts and then I go to the show and they still be released one <laughs> rapping over their vocals. And I'm like, so to me, yeah. it's half the fault of the people. You know, I'm all for the stop rapping over your vocals movement. I'm all for it. Yeah. But I think they're not looking at the whole picture. The other side of the picture is the promoter. Oh, totally. totally. So even if everybody promised not to do that, as soon as somebody starts performing and that's what's going on like you yeah. first you got to like hear it to make sure that's just not the chorus you know yeah. what i'm saying and then you start notice the verse and it's still going yeah the promoter needs to have the dj <laughs> Sound like cut fade down, them down fade them down and it's like you got two choices <laughs> you either gonna just do your whole set acapella yeah or you just done yeah. and i feel like that needs to be the standard because if that whole stop rapping of your vocals movement wouldn't have to happen if promoters wouldn't allow it to happen. Oh, totally. They're definitely responsible. I mean, they they know who some of these groups are. Right. They be their friends. They be drinking and smoking with these fools. Yeah. And they put them on the show hoping they won't rap over right, vocals. Right, but right. not knowing that they're the kind of act who never would rap right. over their vocals. That's exactly. the difference. It's like, you don't want to book someone hoping they don't rap over your vocals. Exactly. You want to book someone knowing that they never would do it. Right. <laughs> because right. that's who they are right right like you and i no one books us thinking we would even do that they, they don't it's a wasted conversation they know. yeah it's like <laughs> right it's a kids would be horrified yeah. if they saw either of us doing that they'd be like right. what in the world is going on <laughs> right right but other cats they don't know right they don't even know that they wouldn't do it yeah that's that's where they fucked up yeah at. exactly <laughs> and it's crazy it's like no matter 
And then I, you know, I was, I keep hearing people saying like, yo, I keep telling this cat not to do that. But another thing people don't understand is words. I can tell you not to do something yeah. over and over and over and over again. But if I clap for you when you do it yeah. and I keep letting you rock. Yeah. So my words mean nothing yeah. from the, the outcome. You're giving that act what they want. You're giving them the reward for uh, beha bad behavior. Yeah. So me saying don't do that is not going to mean anything. The only way that people are going to stop doing that, they got to feel that pain. Yeah. They got to feel it. They got to, the crowds got to stop being polite. Yeah. Crowds, even though you didn't ask this part, it's another thing. Crowds to me are another part of the problem. Polite crowds make for bad music and bad performances. When you clap for people and it wasn't dope, yeah, you weren't thoroughly entertained and do a good job. You're hurting the whole showbiz <laughs> dynamic. So, so are we gonna start booing? Can we start throwing shit at people now? I'm, I'm ready. Hey, I'm part of that movement. Can we bring that to tomatoes, yeah, straight back? cabbages and whatnot? <laughs> Fruit, just take fly. it back to take it back to like <laughs> when, what it is. Yeah, back to like straight medieval times yeah. when some chick was like an adulterer. <laughs> right, blues brothers. Yeah. The chicken wire. Yeah. Take it back to blues brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yo, man. Chicken that's what it needs to be. Like that's the only way this is to be dope. And it's crazy. That like, you know, the the host <laughs> for another thing for the promoter who's like nine times ten is the host also. Yeah. They'll get up, you know, they'll be like, you know, give it up for rapper A. No, before rapper A even performs. Yeah. They'll be like, yo, we about to bring up rapper A. Give it up for rapper A. And it'll be like little clap, 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 clap. No, fuck that. Oh yeah, that's a that's a staple. Fuck that's that. a staple. Y'all not hyping up. Y'all not hyping up. And then go on stage. Yeah, until Nah, like, <laughs> let the, like, that's hurting it. That's making motherfuckers, like, be brainwashed and be like, yo, no matter yeah. what happens, we got to clap. Like, yeah. if that's the response, that was the honest response. Like, yeah. But, you know, it's hard. What I, I will add, it's hard to get a, a honest response like that in your hometown for a lot of these rappers. Mm -hmm. Because I think they would find that as soon as they go somewhere unfamiliar, mm -hmm. that shit would be over. Yeah, that's the true test, right? Mm -hmm. Like your hometown can inflate your head, yeah, and because your your friend base, yeah, will make you think that you're that guy, yeah, because you can get away with anything. Mm -hmm. But soon as you go a hundred miles north, south, east, or west, ain't no be no polite clapping, right? People will be like this, yeah. Show me some. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the way it should be. Yeah, like you know? I should my performance should be making your arms yeah, go, go away from your chest and like do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't you be giving me props <laughs> and you don't even know what I'm about or what I'm you're about to see. Like yeah. I need to prove it first. Yeah. And that's how it should be for everybody. Like, you know, us babying acts is just messing it up. Cause yeah. to me, when we were coming up, you were horrified. You couldn't imagine oh, performing yeah. if you wasn't together. Well, you didn't. Well, see, there were checks and balances mm -hmm. when we were coming up from the open mics. And we talked about our podcast before about how, like, the elder statesmen in the, in the community were kind of police mm -hmm. things. So if, until you reached that level, you know, you couldn't get the mic. Yep. You couldn't get booked. Right. You couldn't get a show. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't necessarily the promoters who were opening the floodgate it was it was us policing ourselves true, back true. then and now it's like everyone they feel like everyone deserves a chance to be on stage right as opposed to 
I will have earned this opportunity to be on stage, right. to paying dues and, and doing all this other stuff and making sure my peers respect me. Mm-hmm. And it's but it's different now. People yeah. feel entitled. And, yeah, and, and, and in their hometowns, you can't tell them shit. Yeah. You know, you know how it is. They'll be, oh, yeah, man, I'm expecting to, to bring out 50 people by myself. It'd mm-hmm. be openers who be gassing up. They draw. Right. Then you play and then you be like, yo, man, I'm in the middle of nowhere. And I still bring out more people than you right. did. Right. You don't even have five friends here. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It is. But you can't tell them shit. No, you can't. <laughs> and it's it's all that. Because I'm telling you, everything, any type of constructive criticism you can give anybody, like, of course, only if they ask. Like, yeah. God forbid you actually <laughs> just say something to somebody like, yeah. yo, you could kind of like tighten up. The... Nah, like, nah, don't volunteer. Don't that. do that. Yeah, exactly. But in everything you said gets completely washed away when they hear this after they're set that destroys all hope of improvement but you you know it also (laughs) makes me think too is like sometimes you know you go to some of these small towns our bar is different because we've Mm. seen the world yep you know like we know that some of these people shouldn't be getting clapped for but where they're at yeah they might be the man there yeah they might be clap worthy yeah possibly (laughs) unfortunately it's the sad truth like yo that's clap worthy out here right where i'm from though (laughs) yeah exactly Uh -uh. it's crazy it's crazy because and then but the thing is is like when you rock when you're you know a seasoned cat like you said who's been mad places had to earn it all kind of places they like see the difference Oh, totally. Yeah, because the other uh, malls was telling me the other night a cat pulled him to the side and was like, yo, like, we don't get stuff like this here. Like, I'm glad y'all came. Like, he was saying, like, he was just amazed yeah. because he was like, yo, we do we need stuff like this. It's like, we don't get to, yeah, you know, and, um, and it, it, it's real, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I feel like it was one show in particular a year ago and i feel like one of the openers made sure to get his friends to go outside and post up and not watch our sets to kept me and who i came with because he didn't want them to see us mm. like i was i was just watch stuff yeah and it looked very deliberate like he yeah. didn't want them to see us so because i feel like like you were saying to this group of friends he's like you know what i'm saying the cat's pajamas or whatever yeah but yeah it it was interesting yeah i was like huh okay and you've been so many places now that like not much can surprise you in this lane anymore you're like yeah i'm seeing the same wild shit all over the place yeah yeah you you you, you feel it as soon as you go to a place yeah. you, when you come to sound check you're probably at the point now that when you you see the sound person you look at the town you know when you're going through it to get to the venue you pretty much in your mind have already formulated how this show is gonna probably go yeah and you've already came up with your strategy <laughs> to make it the best situation possible yeah you know 
And that's just that experience, man, because you, you've been burned before in that situation. <laughs> you already see, oh, that is this scenario. Yeah. Like, I don't know this not time. Not tonight. Nope. Not tonight. Not this time. Yeah, yeah. Me, and, me and Tony got a lot of protocol in place for mm. <laughs> those things. Like, every time we just update our list of things to, like, yep. we, we anticipate these things now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, where I don't even have to have certain conversations like, oh, you saw that on the blah, 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 that da, 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 da. And, right. and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I don't even have to else kind of have those conversations uh thankfully as much anymore well shit we should we should tell people like uh about your new record oh yeah yeah you yeah, do have do a, you are out here promoting the right record. right so um the new album's called house atreides yeah. um <clears throat> that title is actually from uh, uh dune that science friction but the album doesn't have anything to do with doing. I'm just okay. using that as a metaphor for yeah. something else. And um, the time period of like the first book is the same, but the story has nothing to do with the doing science fiction. Okay. Um, and that's why it has that futuristic feel to it when you listen to yeah. it because the album is coming from 21,000 years in the future Okay, and me and DJ Flash are these two uh, princes of House Atreides and it's a completely tyrannical situation going on you know and what we're doing is sending that vibration back to now yeah. because now is when people need to be warned of what's about to happen to humanity mm. and where you that album is like trying to stop that from happening yeah. our current world so that's just the summary yeah. of the record and the way it why it sonically like we wanted to stay boom bap but we wanted it to be to feel like oh this is not something uh, typical feel or yeah. of it, you know what I'm saying? It has its own kind of thing going on. But um, yeah, yeah, like I'm really proud of it. Uh, and it's cool because we got to with the album celebrate 20 years of the Justice League because it was like wow. 99, 2019. Crazy. Yeah, it, it is crazy. Have y'all done like any events there? Y'all need to no. do a 20 year show. Man, I mean, well, they did announce the Little Brothers getting back together. I guess that kind of counts. Yeah, like yeah, Fonte and Pooh are um getting back together well yeah. they got back together and it's crazy i was just talking to fonte maybe two weeks ago and we were talking about the fact that if they come out with what if they come out with whatever music is about to come out with yeah this will be the first <clears throat> little brother music they own they don't own anything that's crazy yeah that's that's that major label system they ran right mm -hmm. they don't own nothing crazy. so this would be going forward the first stuff that they would have any ownership of. That's going to be a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, just celebrating this 20 years. Um, and the reason I had, um, so I just don't want people to get it twisted. Like, Oh, you don't work with night, the crisis, or, you know, nah, no more. The soul council. No, it's, it's just flash is new to this as far as production. Yeah. And I wanted him to carry the whole album because I want him to be able to, you know jump off his production career you know and yeah. people to see that he makes quality stuff yeah. you know he's got a lot of catching up to do to everybody else yeah. producer wise in jl so i just wanted to show that this cat is strong enough you know he did the scratches and yeah. everything you know so yeah the production's strong on it oh word, really dope. strong on it yeah. thank you thank yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah he did his thing. flash will definitely and flash is from ohio i knew i know the name where's he from exactly? he's from um um sandusky 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, where do I know this guy from? Yeah, DJ Flash is from, uh, I mean, he's lived in NC for, shoot, man, he's probably lived in NC for 20-some years. Okay. But he's from Sandusky, Ohio. Um, okay. Orlando P- Pace is his stepbrother. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sandusky. Is that where, like, King's Island is at? Or, yeah, or music the, park. the music park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's doing his thing and he's building his brand. And I just want him to to be able to flourish in that world too so that's dope yeah so yeah. it's just yeah definitely house of trades yeah, it's so on spotify like, y'all it's on spotify <laughs> but he got a bunch of you he's got cd versions too i got cds versions and you can just hit me up on any social media yeah yeah and yeah. i will give you if you don't collect cds no more you can get this the music straight direct from yeah. me tell no. them where tell them where to find you sir oh you can find me oh, on yeah. shoot on, on the ground on, Instagram, you, yeah. Twitter, Cesar Comanche. Yep. That's it, right? Just, At Cesar Comanche. You know okay. what I'm saying? You can find me on Facebook. Just type in Cesar Comanche. Um, and whoever you're talking to is me. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> got aliases out there. Exactly. You got burner accounts, Cesar burner yeah, accounts nah, out there. Just yeah, this they, is Cesar's helper. Yeah, it's me. And get that, get the record. And yeah. I mean, you'll definitely, I think you'll enjoy it. And I'm glad that you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, man. It's dope. Yeah, and it's concept record, so Word. people need to know that Word. as well. But yeah, man, uh, I think I think this has been dope. Hey, man, I, hey, it's a pleasure, man. You know, I feel yeah. like I'm I'm on promoting a movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm on like Jay Leno or going David Letterman That's right now. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. This is the new Leno. This is the new shit. That's what we doing, man. You know what I'm saying? We reaching for that, son. Yeah. You know, so, man, thank you for joining us today, man. Oh, word, man. Thanks. Everybody at home, I hope y'all got something out of this, you know, building bridges. And it's some dope shit. And I guess we'll catch y'all next week. Word. Peace. Peace. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. <laughs>